This is Missology Beauty Talks. Take a trip down memory lane and get to know the winners of the Big Five and other relevant beauty pageants in this exclusive interview. To watch the previews and succeeding episodes, you can also follow us on Facebook and YouTube. Missology, analyzing beauty pageants since 1999. Yeah, you know, you like, <laughs> That's good. What the hell? Like, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> you say, oh my God. They look like, holy, holy deep. Was this going to work? I guess, because I, I, even now, I, I, I get like speechless. Why is it important for a beauty queen to have a good life? You do not know how to speak your mind. You're not going to give your organization much credibility for what you're really fighting for. Beauty queen doesn't mean for now I feel embarrassed to say this, but I'm going to do it because that's how I am. So. <laughs> that's gonna go. My wave became, became the Miss International wave. Right, Steven? <laughs> I have become a patent. Ito naman yung bumabasa. Kasi nasabi ko ng planet. Tapos pag inaangat ko, hinihila niya. So ako, angat siya. I would just wanted to be that I gave something back that made them happy. Money or love? Love. Welcome back to your ultimate pageant online show, Mississology Beauty Talk Season 4. This is Drew greeting you all a good day to all of you wherever you are watching this live episode today. But before anything else, allow me to introduce our, my special co-host, Mississology's international correspondent, Amir Amir. Hi, Amir. Welcome. Hi, Drew. Thank you for your warm welcome. I'm super excited for tonight's episode. And good evening, good morning to all the viewers right now. Hi, everyone. And without further ado, allow me to introduce our special yes. guest for tonight. Okay? So our special guest for today, for tonight, is a 27-year-old motivational speaker, model, and entrepreneur. She has a bachelor's degree in business and enterprise and founded her own pageant, Ethicate Runaway Coaching and Consultation Agency while obtaining her degree. No stranger to pageants, she previously represented Bahamas in Miss World 2015. And earlier this month, she was crowned as the new Miss Universe Bahamas and is set to represent her country at the coming 70th Miss Universe. Friends, let us all welcome the beautiful Chantel O'Brien. Hello, Chantel. Welcome to Mississology Beauty Talks. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. We're also excited <laughs> all, to be here. <laughs> yeah, first of all, Chantel, welcome to Mississology Beauty Talks. Um, first, when like I mentioned earlier before we went live, when I, when we got the email from Alice that you to have you on the show, no second thoughts. Yet we said yes immediately because we wanted to have you on the show. So let's get let's start getting to know you. Um, yes. Chantelle, I said getting to know, but you are a familiar face in the pageant industry. Having competed in Miss World before and now earning the right to represent the Bahamas at Miss Universe. So have you already adjusted to being Miss Universe Bahamas? I think I'm still in the fairy tale of everything. 
to be honest with you. I think I'm still kind of on cloud nine, letting it all sink in because it's a really great accomplishment, I think, to be able to represent your country and have your, you know, your country across your chest among so many other beautiful and incredible um, countries from around the world. And so it still hasn't set in as yet. So I'm still adjusting. I'm still living in the moment. And I think that that's what's going to make this this entire journey so exciting. <laughs> yep. And I'm, I'm sure you're very excited to, to go to Israel for Miss Universe. But I want to know yes. what has been your most memorable experience so far as Miss Universe Bahamas? So far, I would probably say I've been able to just continue on with my platform, which is Perfectionism Myth, and it focuses Mm -hmm. on youth development. And I've had the opportunity to partner with our government's Ministry of Youth Sports and Culture, which offered me the chance to speak to some really great young ladies. And I had this opportunity to kind of engage with a young girl. Her name is Haranique. And she was so just enthralled by me and I was enamored with her as well. And just being able to engage with her, she had a tiara and she was able to crown me again. So I was actually crowned twice this month. That was (laughs) a very cute photo. Yes, it was so amazing. I was, she, I sashed her, she crowned me. And so it's just amazing to be able to form those type of memories because that's what I want to do. I want to be able to touch people no matter where I, where I am. Yep. We will have a, a, a special segment earlier where we, or later where, where you can expound more on your advocacy. But now I, want, I have a very curious question. How would you describe okay. yourself when you're not wearing the crown? When I'm not wearing the crown, I'm definitely the goofy friend. You know, I love yeah. to have fun. I love to pull pranks on people. <laughs> I love yes. to be able to make people laugh and just have them to be happy. So outside of just a crown and all of the sophistication, I'm definitely the goofy person, you know, the humorous mm. and down to earth kind of girl. I love movies. I love movies. I've never seen The Lion King though. And every time I tell people that, they're like, oh, mm-hmm. but I've never seen The Lion King, no. But I'm, I'm gonna see it soon. One of these days I'm yeah. gonna definitely see it. <laughs> yeah, you'd have to definitely. I can I can already see and feel the goofy friend that Shan Shani is because like you said <laughs> your friends call you Shani so I, yes. I, I'll call you that now so but now I would would like to pass the mic to Amir for our very first game. Okay, at this point, Chantel, we want you to we want to dig deeper and know more about you. So let us move okay. forward to our segment name this or that. So we will be okay. asking you, or we will ask you to pick between two words or two scenarios, and you just explain to us briefly why. So Chantel, okay. are you ready? I'm ready. Yeah. I love a girl who's ready. <laughs> okay, Drew. First word. Would coffee you rather or tea? Coffee or tea? Coffee. Coffee because it kind of gets me going. I'm not normally a morning person, but after I've had a cup of coffee, I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah, same here. I love coffee as well. Next word, Drew. Would, would you rather have dogs or cats? Both. I've had a pet cat before, but I do want to be a dog mom. And I plan to name my first dog Chip. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's nice to know. <laughs> Next one. Would you rather be on Facebook or an Instagram? Oh, that's hard. 
it's hard, but I do like Instagram. I'm able to explore so much from people from different parts of the world. And I love being able to have that kind of access. So definitely Instagram. So for, for those who are watching right now, can you mention your Instagram first? Yes, my Instagram is meet Chantel, as in M-E-E-T, and my name, Chantel. Thank you, Chantel. And next <laughs> one, Drew. Swimsuit or evening gown? Which one is your favorite? I love the fun of swimsuits. I love the elegance of evening gown. I'll probably say swimsuit. I think I'm able to be even more of who I am in swimsuit, just being fun and bubbly. And so, yeah, I think I'll go with swimsuit. Okay, that's good. That's a good choice. So definitely you will ace the swimwear competition in Miss Universe. <laughs> <laughs> Next word, would you rather wear sneakers or high heels? High heels, definitely. High heels for pageant mm -hmm. queen or beauty queen like you, high heels. Yeah, could never have enough of those. <laughs> so how many high heels do you have now? Can you count? I can't really count. I think because <laughs> I have a I have a pair for just runway coaching. I have a pair for appearances that's similar to my runway coaching shoes. And then I have a variety from nude to silver to black. I don't have a variety of different colors, but I definitely am going to step that up. So when I get to universe, you'll definitely see some different wow. uh, bring colors. All those, bring all those high heels in Miss Universe. Exciting. <laughs> I will. Next year, <laughs> would you rather spend a day at an amusement park or, in a laz or lazing on the beach? So, funny enough, I'm from the beautiful Bahamas. We're basically paradise. But I would probably choose spend the day at an amusement park because I'm not a big fan of the beach. Why? <laughs> I don't know. It's like so much sand. I, I yeah. wish it was just land and then water versus sand because it gets everywhere before you can get to you know where you're going so i've always yeah. preferred amusement versus versus the beach <laughs> that's that's very interesting <laughs> i know <laughs> yeah, very interesting yeah and i love the beaches in bahamas i've heard a lot of it how about oh, yeah. this one would you rather be in a zombie outbreak or an alien invasion i'd say alien invasion I'd say Alien Invasion. I've had the opportunity to see a few episodes of The Walking Dead, and I do not know how long I would last in a, in a zombie outbreak. Same thing, Chantel. Whenever I remember, whenever I heard the word zombie, I always remember the series <laughs> Walking Dead. Okay, would you rather be in a survival reality show or in a dating game show? Um, I'd like to test my strengths. So I'd probably go with a survival reality show. I'd like to see how I'd do with that. Interesting. Next year, yeah. you're going to ace it. <laughs> I think you're going to ace it. I'll give it my best shot for sure. Okay, would you rather, uh, would you want to be, to be able to fly? or turn invisible? Fly, fly. I, I wanna be able to fly because there's so many places that I wanna visit. 
And outside of being excited for Israel, Philippines is definitely on my list of places to wanting to go. And so instead of having to go through TSA and all of the hassle, I can just fly there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice one. This one, would you rather write a love letter or receive a love letter? <sighs> I'm a hopeless romantic. So I'd want to be able to do both. But I think receiving a love letter is so sweet. I'd go with that. Yeah, receiving a love yes. letter. I agree. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next one, Drew. Would you rather uh, have a rewind button or a pause button in your life? A rewind button or a pause button. That is so good. Hmm. I think I would, pa I would pause. I'd want a pause button just so that I can feel a moment just a little bit longer. But I do believe in moving forward, you know. So just a pause button, fill it on in, take it all in, and then move forward. Love it. Next one, Drew. Okay, this one. Would you rather be criticized or be ignored? <laughs> would I rather? Oh, that's a good one. Would I rather be criticized or be ignored? Hmm. I will probably go with, since they're both pretty interesting uh, options, I'd say probably be criticized. And I say that because at the end of the day, regardless on if we're doing things that people love or that people hate, people are always going to have some sort of critique. And so I rather just take the criticism because I find that I can apply a lot of it to what I'm doing. So instead of taking it as a negative, sometimes you can change criticisms around to see how it works best for your own progression and becoming the best version of yourself. Wow, I agree, Chantel. Mm -hmm. Next one, Drew. Would you rather have more time or more money? Whew. I could use a couple of extra dollars. I'm not going to lie, <laughs> but... <laughs> hmm. Um, I would say more time, more time to spend with friends, with family, more time to see the world. Because you can always make money, but you can never make more time. So I would say more time. Well, that's a good decision. More time, especially now you're preparing for Miss Universe. Yes. <laughs> Next, Drew. Okay. Confident or beautiful? I think that if you're confident, you're automatically beautiful. So confident. Yeah, that's one thing I've been able to relate to my clients who come to me. I always give them a scale. On a scale from one to five, how confident are you? And if you are to the left of the spectrum, we have to work on it. We have to make sure that you feel confident about yourself, whether you're at home, whether you're out with friends, you know, doing a pageant, it doesn't matter. I think that once you're confident, you automatically have that beauty that comes from the inside to shine through for everyone to see. It shows and tell because you are so confident right now. Thank you. <laughs> Next one, Drew. This one is my favorite, Chantel. Crown or romance? <sighs> Crown or romance? Oh my goodness. Oh my. Once again, the hopeless romantic in me wants to run towards romance. <laughs> um, I would say, <laughs> I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm going to say romance. And the reason I'll pick romance is because I don't think that you need a physical crown 
You know, I think we all wear some sort of crown on our day to day. And it's in the way that we inspire people, the way that we decide to present ourselves, our advocacy. And so, yeah, I'll probably choose romance over crown. Wow, that's a good answer, Chantel. But I just <laughs> want to know first, if, if it's okay with you, is Chantel single right now? Mm, <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people want to know. <laughs> It's but I'll let you. I'll let. I'll let people continue to guess. I'll let people continue to guess. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Chantel, for gamely answering our this or that questions. Honestly, you're so good. I see you are very confident enough. But thank let's, you. You're so good. Yeah, I, I see some good personality of you. <laughs> I, I was so engaged. I was just smiling all throughout while you were answering. You're so good. So great job, great job. Thank you. Yeah, but at this point, yes, at this point, I want to shift gears a little and talk about your journey to the crown. So we now know you as Chantel, the Miss Universe Bahamas, the former Miss World Bahamas, and the pageant coach. But growing up, Chantel, did it ever cross your mind that one day you'll become a beauty queen? Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. I think that because I grew up in humble beginnings. I grew up in an inner city community, you know, low income. I live in a bicultural home and to a single mother, my mom migrated from Haiti to the Bahamas mm -hmm. and she sacrificed her life to give me a life. And so I would have never imagined that I would make it this far in terms of being able to use pageantry as a platform to be more confident, to empower people, to empower women especially, and to fight for causes that are so important. And so I would have never guessed that, but I think the full circle moment for me is when I did decide, to, did decide that this is what I wanted to do, I didn't stop halfway. I just continued to yes. go, 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 go. And that's the message that I want for young people to know, do not stop halfway. Continue to persist, be resilient, be confident, because there are people that you don't even know that you are inspiring, that you are just shaking their lives up and they want to do what you're doing. And so I'm really happy that I'm able to do that. Yes. And the go-getter that you are, a few years earlier, you traveled to China for the Miss World yes. Project. And what were your fondest memories there? So could you, could you tell, tell us? Oh my goodness, China was a dream. It was such a culture shock for me because I've never seen anything so bright and bold in that way. I mean, I come from a country of just multiple colors, but China just had this essence about it that was just um, thrilling. And I love that. And being able to meet so many incredible women around the world. And I, I, I wanna say that then I felt like a kid in a candy store. It's like, mm -hmm. oh my goodness, I'm here at Miss World, so many beautiful women, so much great people, and I'm living my dreams while representing my country. And I don't think it gets any better than being able to do all of those things in one. And so I, I'll always cherish that. And I never thought that I'll be able to experience a feeling like that again. But one thing I always tell people is that always be through and through with your experiences because you will always only feel it one time. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to Miss Universe, but it won't be the same feeling. It's going to be a completely new um, just atmosphere and ambiance for myself. And I love that. I love being able to kind of transition and evolve into different parts. 
Yeah. So now you're you're on your way to transition from to another yes. intelligence system. But what inspired you to come to make a comeback and join Miss Universe Bahamas? I will be very honest with you all. I did not know that I was going to compete again. I after I decided Ooh. that I was going to coach and I was going to do it full time, I was I felt like okay, that's done with. Now let me go ahead and just pour into other people, invest in you know teens' lives and uh, other some of my other clients that I've been able to work with even in the United States. I said let me just focus on them. And then I just kept feeling this nag. It's you know that nagging feeling. It's like this thing that's poking you, like yes, Miss Universe, Miss Universe, kind of like that. And I remember kind of going through this reel of what my life was like, my career, and I realized that I still had so much more inside of me that I was offering to my clients, but I still had that I can offer to my country and on the universe stage. And so after I decided that that's what it was, I said, well, why not give it another try? I tell people all the time to go out and, and try regardless on the outcome. I should be living what I preach. And so yeah. I'm really glad that I took my own advice. <laughs> yes. So practicing what you preach definitely paid off because you won the title. And uh, the, winning, the winning moment is something that beauty queens like you will always remember for the rest of your life. So could you take us back mm -hmm. to that moment when the host announced your name as Miss Universe Bahamas. I'm pretty sure people saw so many clips of my ugly cry and I tried to be yes. as cute as possible. <laughs> but I just could not contain my emotions. It was such a raw feeling for me because here it was, you know, six years later from the last time that I had competed. And it's also six years later from all of the work that I've been able to do in my society, within my community, the people that I've been able to connect with. And I decided to go and take this leap of faith and say, you know what, if I have so much more that I can give, why not give it a shot? So when my name was called, it was like, yes, God, you did it again, you know, because you always wonder if you are going through a similar kind of walk in life or journey, are you going to get a really good outcome another time? Or is it going to be like, okay, good try, but this, this, this isn't for you. We're going to take you on a different avenue, a different path. And so it was a lot of raw emotions. And my mother mm -hmm. being in the audience was just, you know, icing on top for me because the year before we had faced so many trials because of the pandemic. I mean, we were evicted from our homes. So the year before oh. I was, Listen, the pandemic had me in a chokehold, okay? Mm -hmm. I was going through the motions. And so to see myself fast forward a year and to be in such a glory where people are supporting me this way, I will okay. never be able to get over that, never. Yeah, that, that was a, a very inspiring story you mentioning that just a year before you were, you were down here and then the year after you're up there. So yes. what, 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 do you still remember what your mother told you as soon as you were, you were she able was, to talk to her after winning? <laughs> she was so proud. She was, first of all, I could see her on the stage just kind of running up and down the, the room. She was so excited. And I was able to hug her while I was still on the stage. And I was still like just sobbing. And she was like, don't cry. It's okay. Like you did it. Like you mm -hmm. put your mind to this. You decided to give it another go. And it was worth it. 
you know, but she also encouraged me even after the fact saying that even if you did not win, it still would have been worth it because you never put a cap or a limitation on what you can do. And I think that that's the biggest thing that people will support you regardless on if you have the outcome that you want. And I love her for that. She's always been by my side. Yeah. Shout out Julie. to mommy if you're Shout watching. You. Yes. <laughs> and now I would like to pass the mic back to Amir for uh, the next segment. Okay. Yeah. So this time around, Chantel, we'll be talking more about your advocacy work. Now, as I would always say, one of the goals of the Beauty Talks is to highlight the advocacies of the Beauty Queen. Could you tell us okay. about your development platform and how you plan to expand on that? Absolutely. My platform is literally my life. It's something that I've dedicated and committed myself to because this is literally what I've had to live. So as a youth, I knew right away coming into humble beginnings that I needed exposure. You know, I needed opportunities. I needed someone to invest in my dreams, invest in my future. And that's what we need now. Because when we look at the world, we have about you know, 91 million people that are educated, but that are still unemployed. And so for me, youth development really came under perfectionism myth. This umbrella is a framework for young people to not only, you know, want to build their dreams or do well for themselves, but know that they can actually do it. Like you can actually go out there and and gain the fruits that you are looking for. And so perfectionism myth came from me realizing that everything won't always go the way that I want it to go. I had challenges with my educational pursuits because of lack of finances, and that's the reality for a lot of young people. And so I wanna focus especially on not just formal education, but vocal, um, um, vocational education as well, where young people are encouraged to pick up different skills that can enhance them, especially as an entrepreneur, being able to open more businesses that will encourage our economy even more and so my plans is to continue to partner with my org- my government be able to implement different programs at, which I've already started to do and I'm excited about that a lot of things are going to come through with that implement our um, programs that will mentor young people and coach them into how they can continue to have great deportment be confident be able to go after their dreams and at the same time pursue education One of the things I was really happy to do is knowing that I wasn't one track minded and that I am multifaceted in the way that I love so so many different advocacies. So we are affected big time by climate change in the Bahamas, given the fact that we are an island that has so much beautiful um, just we're centered geographically in a perfect spot, but at the same time, we have hurricanes that threaten us every year. And at this time, we have to take climate change very seriously. And so I saw that when we had Hurricane Dorian in 2019 devastate so much of our islands, and I was able to just jump in and form this uh, runway for relief organization that was able to raise funds for persons affected by that. And so now that I have youth development, I have to also look at the fact that we also need young people to be educated on why our environment needs us to take care of it. And so that's what I plan to do, especially going into Israel and realizing they have a really grand green agenda 
that makes me realize that I am completely aligned with what Miss Universe is looking for and what you know the world needs right now. And I'm excited. I'm thrilled about all of that. Wow, you know what? You have a very promising platform, Chantel. And I really do wish and pray for you that you have to continue that even after your reign. Thank you, absolutely. The work never stops. You always have to continue to do more and give more because everything that we do is an investment. You have yeah. to return on your investment. I think you already answered the second question that I supposed to ask from you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because you have different causes that you'd like no, to because... advocate for. So mm -hmm. I'll go now with your preparations. Sure. Now I would like to talk more about your preparations coming Miss Universe because I know most of your countrymen right now are so excited. Even a lot of viewers right now are super excited what Chantel will bring now in Miss Universe. As a pageant coach yourself, how are you preparing yourself now for Miss Universe? Yeah, so normally people hear, oh, she's a pageant coach. I mean, she knows everything. Absolutely not. I do not. I do not know everything. I, am a, I have a student mentality. I think that it's important to be able to take lessons and coaching from other people so that you can be better than you actually think you are. And so I'm partnering very well with the Miss Bahamas Universe organization who are providing me with the foundation that I need to put my best foot forward while I'm there. And so aside from my runway trainings and being able to do better in terms of my communication skills and interviewing skills, I think that I'm well on my way of, by the time as I get there, starting to just knock everything out of the park. I've come from a long line of beautiful, incredible Miss Bahamas universe queens who have left their mark on the stage. But this time around, I'm really hoping that I can show the universe that we deserve a placement this year. We deserve to be put at the forefront because we have so much to offer. And that's something I'm excited about. I don't want to just be there to be there. I want to be there to make an impact and to show what the Bahamas can do. Because we have a saying here that says it's better in the Bahamas. And so I want to show the universe why it's better in the Bahamas. Love it. Yeah. It's better Love in it. the Bahamas. And yeah, just have and a follow-up like question, Amir. Yeah, I would yeah, like to give have, a shout-out to have... Universe Bahamas Organization. Yes. Hello, guys. Yes. And now... I just have a follow-up um, question, Amir, to Chantel. <laughs> okay, go, Drew. Yeah, so because uh, we, we, we mentioned earlier, you mentioned earlier that you have a, a student mentality. But when, you, mm -hmm. when you're uh, coaching other, other girls, uh, what, what, what do you think is the most important uh, piece of advice that you, you give to your students? Progress over perfection every time. Mm -hmm. Progress over perfection. I don't want them to think that I have to get all of this down right now. I have to be this right now. I have to live up to society standards right now. I have to you know, make everyone proud by, by the expense of my own self, You know, by my own expenses. I don't want any of my clients to ever feel that. And so I always encourage them in knowing that progress over perfection. You will continue to become and flourish into something beautiful, but you have to be gentle with yourself, gentle mm -hmm. with learning. And that's what I've had to learn as well, because you can imagine going to Miss World, having that opportunity, and now I'm Miss Bahamas Universe, 
there's a certain pressure to that because now people are thinking, well, okay, now what are you about to do? What, what can we see? What are we looking out for? Mm-hmm. And so I have to tell myself every day that is progress over perfection. The better that I get by being gentle with myself, being um, nurturing to myself and applying everything that I'm learning, that's when I know that I'll be able to offer what I need to offer at Miss Universe. Mm-hmm. I think wow. we can all apply that in all aspects of our life. Progress over yes. perfection. Definitely. Thank you, thank you, Absolutely. Chantal. Amir, the floor is yours again. I'm sorry. Okay. Now, <laughs> for you to win Miss Universe, you will undergo interviews as well as swimwear and evening gown rounds. Which part okay. of the competition do you think is your edge? Or is there any part of the competition you want to improve more? Hmm. I think, well, I'll tell you what. I think that I've done really well in terms of making sure that my technique when it comes to my runway is, you know, I don't believe in anything being perfect, but that is at a certain standard for sure. But I think that I've been able to take so much great advice from different people. I just want to enjoy the moment while I'm there. So yes, I have the technique, but I just want to be able to live in the moment regardless of how many people are in the audience cheering me on. Because you know, sometimes some people have bigger fan bases and you're encouraged by that. But I want to be encouraged just by knowing that I'm in the moment, I'm having fun, and I'm looking very good as I do it. So <laughs> that's one of the things I want to work on, just being able to stay in that moment and not let anything, any out outside noise you know get in the way of that yeah just have fun enjoy <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah okay now Chantel Miss World and Miss Universe are two different systems mm-hmm. what were the lessons that you learned in Miss World that you will be bringing with you in Miss Universe yes absolutely two different systems but what I learned at Miss World is that you have to you have to put yourself out there You have to put yourself out there. Do not be a shell of yourself. So going into Miss Universe, I know that I'm going to be standing next to so many incredible women. I mean, gorgeous, beautiful women who are just as passionate about their advocacies as I am. So my thought process is to be able to celebrate them while I go ahead and show the judges why I deserve to be there, why I deserve to be on the stage as a semi-finalist, and ultimately why I deserve to get the Miss Universe crown. Because I think that coming from a smaller country, I'm very inspired by queens like Wendy Fitzwilliam, who was able to garner our entire crown being a small island girl. I'm a small island girl too, and nobody's going to expect for the Bahamas to win a crown. They're counting us out. I am the underdog, but I want people to also see that we have so many passionate women coming from the smaller countries that just want to be able to show who they are. And I'm excited to be able to have that opportunity to do that. So regardless of what happens, my thought process is to always put myself out there and never shy away from what the future can hold for me. You know what, Chantel? After this Mississauga Beauty Talks, you will no longer be an underdog. You were oh, everyone's favorite. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and I'm just curious, Chantel, who among the past Miss Universe winners do you look up to the most and why? Very good question. I have such a long list. I have such a long list. So I will give my top three at least. Top three, top three. Definitely Wendy Fitzwilliam from the Caribbean. I mean, who wouldn't be inspired by her? That's amazing. I also love Pia. And what's funny is I didn't get to see the show because I was traveling 
from Miss World after our competition because it was around the same time. So I didn't get to see the live show, but when I was able to watch it again and just see her on stage and in her element, I was like, girl, she just served everything to me. And I love that. I love that about her. And I love to see the fact that even after the fact, she's still living, she's still advocating, she's still doing great things. And that's what we need. And my third person, this is very hard. So many people, so many people. I want to say Demi. I want to say Zozie. I want to say so many people. I do love Zozie. I do love her. And the reason why I say that is because I was able to see her crowning in person. It was my first time going to Miss Universe in 2019. And in 2019, once again, I was not thinking about competing. I was just there to, to um, shout out the Bahamas and celebrate the Bahamas. But being able to see her on stage, especially when she came out for her final question, I, it's the way the room kind of shifted after she answered. It was like, well, we already know who's going to get crowned because she <laughs> just was able to show her heart right there in her answer. And I love that. I'm inspired by being able to touch people that they remember it. No one will ever forget to take up space. And that's the type of effect I want to have on people to always have this just this rapport with them that they never forget anything that I've said or that I've done. You know, Chantal, just imagining well, what's happening in Miss Universe 2019 while well, you were telling your story, your experience there gave me goosebumps. And I think this is actually, <laughs> the, this is the, the, the experience that Zazie gives everyone whenever she speaks mm -hmm. or whenever she's on stage. And I think that's, that's yes. her a really iconic queen yes she's definitely an icon yeah and i love your top three <laughs> miss you especially pia because pia has a very bubbly personality for me she okay. is yes <laughs> <laughs> shout out to pia if she's pia is watching hi pia hey, mrs told you loves her so much <laughs> okay now as a beauty queen chantel you're not just a face but also an ambassador of your country what mm -hmm. is your favorite part of your country that you would want to share with the world? My favorite part of my country, there are just so many gems here. I mean, we are, we are paradise. We are literally heaven on earth. But I've been able to take a trip to Exuma, the Exuma Islands. And it is literally the most serene place that you will ever find. So calm. And it's actually the only beach that I'm okay with. Like I would lay on that beach because it just has this atmosphere of just true, just beauty. Um, you can feel the colors of Exuma. You can feel the blues, you can feel the whites, you can feel everything. And so I would definitely take you to Exuma. Anyone, if you're visiting Exuma, swim with the pigs, do so many great things and just make memories here in the Bahamas. I would love to be there in Bahamas right now. <laughs> yeah. I hope you can you can see you there if you'll be visiting Bahamas. Uh, yes. Uh, but the same way okay. that you feel about the Bahamas yes. is how okay, I feel about the Philippines. In the segment, I want to ask Chantel, have you experienced criticism for competing in pageants? It's Um, have I received criticism for competing in pageants? I, I think that there's always like that few, you know, just a little bit of people 
you know, just a little sand of people that aren't that big fans of, of pageantry that may not see the importance or the value of it. But I've never paid it really much mind. I think the reason why I haven't is because we have to control our own narratives. And the more energy we give to people that don't see the importance of something that we love, we do ourselves a disservice. And so I will never allow anyone to have the power over my narrative and the way that I choose to live my life. And so there may have been one or two that do not agree with the fact that I'm competing or might not agree with pageantry as a whole, but that doesn't matter when I know that I'm purpose and called to do something really great and that it's impacting and inspiring other people. So for the true few, Thank you for supporting me. And for those that don't, thank you still because you're still propelling me to continue to do what I love. Wow. Yes. Chantel, you know what? I see I see some different uh, aura with you. Continue doing that. And with the right attitude, you will surely be part of the finalist. Thank you. <laughs> you know, I was waiting for you to say that, Amir. <laughs> thank you. You know, yes. you're Chan Chantal, you're, you're very, very glowing tonight and you speak so well. So I'm sure the next segment will be your favorite. And this is called Ask the Queen. So over the past week, we asked the fans to send in their questions and we picked the best ones for you to answer. So are you ready to answer the top questions? I'm yes, okay. so the first question is from Manjo T. Kerr. What are your thoughts on pageants relaxing height criteria for inclusivity? Absolutely. I think that that is such an archaic rule now. I think that women have shown how capable they are regardless of how tall or how short they are. I mean, when I look at Miss Australia, Maria, that was able to do so much great things and she spoke about height inclusivity and she was such a powerhouse and i stand at only five seven five seven mm -hmm. and a half but five seven and people think that i'm taller like they see me in photos and then they see me in person they're like i thought you were taller and i'm like yeah i just photograph really well and i'm able to walk into a room regardless of my height and be confident but i do think that it's high time that we take off that limitation for women to be able to embrace who they are uh, in terms of the physicals. I mean, we can't change the way that we were formed. You know what I mean? And I don't think that that should stop us from being able to pursue something that can possibly be a good thing for us. Yeah, and I agree 100% in everything you said. The next yes. one is from Beatrice Tatiana. Aside from helping other people and inspiring young women, what else can a beauty queen like you do for society? Oh, that's such a good question. I think that we it doesn't matter what you do, you can't really get away from helping other people and inspiring young people um, and young women because ultimately we are made to be, we're purposed to do more than for just ourselves. I don't want to ever be a self-centered person. I always want to be able to touch people's lives regardless. But for my society, I think that it's important to um, put forth great ideas and contributions that will impact generations to come. And so because of that, aligning myself with youth development meant that I'm not just speaking for young people now, I'm speaking for young people in the future. So if we change things now, when they come up, they'll be able to take advantage. And what they'll do is they'll take it a step further. 
And so my advocacy, my love for community service and being able to give back is something that a beauty queen should always want to do. It's not just about um, being self-centered and just wanting to look great in the glitz and glam. It's about being able to be a queen for everyone. And that's what I, I want to do for society. I want to be a queen for everyone. Yes, and a queen for everyone you are. And finally, the last fan question is from Benedict Burberry. If you could take a selfie with a past Miss Universe winner, who would it be and how would you caption that photo? Oh my goodness. What question is this? It's hard. So many amazing, so many amazing queens. Okay, you can well, pick only one. I could only pick only one. Well, since I already mentioned some of my top three, I'll choose another queen. Yes. So I can be fair. Okay, I'll choose another queen. If I can choose, if I could take a selfie with a Miss Universe winner, I would say Katriana. Mm -hmm. And I would choose her because, first of all, she too would have went to Miss World and went to Miss Universe. But the caption would say, Lava Walk meets Silk Walk because <laughs> my walk is called a Silk Walk. So that's what the caption would say. Lava walk meets silk walk. <laughs> that, I, I hope for that to turn into, into reality. Yes, I would but love that as well. I would love to see that. <laughs> so, Chantal, I'll give you a few seconds to breathe because the next segment is going to be a little bit tougher because this okay. is the Q&A challenge. Mm -hmm. So in this segment, we will assume that you're already in the final Q&A of Miss Universe. So we have okay. 10 questions for you with assigned numbers from 1 to 10. So um, okay. since we, already, we still have a lot of time, I'll, I'll ask you to pick four questions. So please give us a number from 1 to 10 for your first question. Okay, from 1 to 10, I will choose 1. Okay. And... The okay. first question. I, okay, go ahead. <laughs> the first question uh, was asked in Miss Universe 2016. What is the most significant change you've seen in the world in the last 10 years? Hmm. I think we still have a lot more work to do in terms of what the world looks like. But in the last 10 years, I've been able to see more women come to the forefront in terms of leadership. For me, I've been able to see seven women join our local parliament. And I think that that's so inspiring. And it goes to show that women can do so much more than they've been given credit for. We have the opportunities to be able to create different concepts and ideas. And so for me, that's one of the most significant changes. And I hope to see even more of that in the future. Really good. Please give us a number for your second question. I will say number seven. Lucky number seven. Lucky number seven. For you, what is more important, sunrise or sunset? For me, most importantly, I would say sunrise. I think that having the opportunity to have breath come into my lungs and I'm able to see the way that the nature around me comes to life along with me that's a beautiful thing a lot of times people aren't able to experience that because we are in such a rushed 
uh, mentality. We want to get to the next point so quickly, but I think it's important to step back and take in the sunrise and take in the beauty of life. Mm -hmm. That was a very tricky question, but you answered it. It so was. Well. Good job. <laughs> Okay, number one and number seven are out. So please give us your third number. Um, how about number four? Okay, number four. Mm -hmm. Women make up 49% of the global workforce. What do you believe is the most important issue facing women in the workforce today and why? I think that the most important issue is that not enough people are speaking up for women in the workforce. I think that we are speaking up for ourselves, but if there aren't other people, especially our counterparts, that are also going to bat for us, a lot of our cries will not be heard. And I think that it's important that if you are able to have a platform and you have a position that is of power, to be able to extend that and help women to climb the ladder. Because I'm inspired by something that Meghan Markle said. She said that women don't need a voice. We have a voice. We just need it to be amplified. And so I think that people, especially in the workforce, force, have to work together to amplify, amplify the voices of women in the workforce. I'm speechless. I just have to clap. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Chantel, number one, four, and seven are out. You're not, number you're one, less. four, and seven are out. Um, let's go with three. <laughs> okay, question number three. Social media has become a prominent factor in the way we perceive one another. Do you believe social media has had a positive or negative effect on the way we judge beauty? Hmm. I think that social media has definitely created a standard of beauty that is sometimes not realistic. And I think that it's important for especially young girls to not be impacted and influenced by what they see on social media because a lot of it is not real. I think that social media has had a positive impact as we're able to celebrate women as they are, but I do think that it's had a negative impact where persons are so caught up in comparing themselves. And so my my voice and message to any young girl that is being challenged by social media and the way that she sees herself is to take a step back and look at the most important thing, the mirror. You are beautiful as you are, and there is no filter, there is no amount of likes, there is no amount of comments that will change who you were created to be. Good job, Chantal. You're really, Thank really, you. really good. A really good job on <laughs> But there's one question that I wish you picked, but you didn't. Is it okay if I ask mm -hmm. that question? Go ahead. Okay. What makes you blush? <laughs> <laughs> what makes me blush? Oh, my goodness. I am Aside such a sentimentalist. <laughs> Aside from my blush. Um, I'm such a sentimentalist. What makes me blush? Being around great people makes me blush. Being able to be myself and not have to live up to standards that just aren't realistic. Knowing that I'm imperfect and my circle, my, my people, my tribe, they know that and they appreciate that. And I think that everyone should have a circle that embraces who they are and being able to be free of any type of burden or liberty and be liberated in that form is something that everyone should strive to do. 
Yeah, well done, Shani. Well done. Well you deserve done, a Shani. round of applause. Wow. And before, before we proceed to the, the last segment, I just want to read some, some comments because you've, you've, you got some really, really good comments here. From Chico Mendoza, beautiful answer. Thank you, Chico. And from Stevie Jones, beautiful and brilliant. Thank you, Stevie. <laughs> and from Erwan, a wow, beauty and dreams. Thank you, Erwan. I appreciate your comment. Thank you all. You have another comment, three Bs, Bahamas, beauty, dreams. Yes, wow. I love that. I might, have, I might have to coin that, Bahamas, beauty, brains. I love that. You know what, Chantel? You deserve a crown, so that's why I gave you this wand, a mod crown. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, you are so. I remember when Maria, Miss Australia, we had an interview with her. She's so well spoken. You all both the same, well spoken. Yes. Thank you. And actually, I, I, I just have to point it out there. I, I actually expected that you would ace this segment, so. You did. Yeah. You answered five Thank out you. of the ten questions. It was Thank you. Time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm very glad that I uh, that I I did what I was supposed to do. That I didn't yeah. let you down. <laughs> yeah. And I hope you continue that during the closed door interview. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Now we're now at the home stretch of our interview. I wish you had more time, Drew Chantel. I wish really wish that we have more time. But, um. I just want to ask this. Bahamas has never won the Miss Universe title yet. Mm -hmm. Hopefully it will be you. What does it mean for you to win Miss Universe crown? Oh my goodness. I, it means a lot to me because I know that I would not be the only person winning this crown. It's not just me. It's going to be all of the young people that have had to walk the same path that I've walked. It means a lot to the young girls that I've been able to come into contact with and who are inspired by just my story. And it means a lot to know that my country will be able to see a, a, a blessing and a glory in knowing that pageantry brings so much more to the table versus just beauty and, and looks. It's so much persistence, resilience, sweat, tears, sometimes blood, depending. And so it's it means a lot to me knowing that I won't be speaking for myself. I'm speaking for my country and this journey is not my own. I'm experiencing everything in this life for a purpose. And that purpose is to uplift and edify people around me. And that's what that would mean to me to be able to be crowned Miss Universe will mean that I've just now changed the perception of pageantry in the Bahamas. And I've now inspired so many young girls, Caribbean girls, daughters of immigrants who never thought that they would see it happen. Wow, very well said, Chantel. Yeah, you truly deserve a crown. Now, I just want to know, what qualities do you feel you have that would make you a great, 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 great Miss Universe? Sure. I think that if I had to give maybe top three qualities, I think that you should be relatable. As a queen, everyone should be able to see you and hear from you and be able to have a connection with you regardless of as to where they're from or their backgrounds. I think that a Miss Universe queen should be relatable. She should be confident. She should be confident in herself with and without the makeup on and off the stage. She should be able to show her confidence from the inside out and not have to depend on anything else to be able to exude her beauty. And thirdly, I would say that... Hmm, 
I think that she should be enterprising. It's important to be able to um, bring change no matter what, be able to pivot and not break and be able to bring something to the brand that is different. And all of the Miss Universe queens in the past have done that. They have one thing about them that sets them apart. And for me, what sets me apart is knowing that I am enterprising. I can shake up a room or I can calm it down. I'm not influenced. I'm not influenced by the room. The, the room is influenced by me. Wow, just wow. <laughs> There's definitely ready Chantel. Now, I just want to know, what is one thing that you are willing to sacrifice for Miss Universe Crown? One thing? Oh, one thing that I'm willing to sacrifice for the Miss Universe Crown? Hmm. I think that sacrifice is such a heavy and strong word because it's easy to want to, you know, sacrifice maybe opportunities or whatever have you. For the Miss Universe crown, I am willing to um, sacrifice what I think it is to know what, I, what it will be. I'm willing to sacrifice what my preconceived notions are for the crown. I'm willing to sacrifice that and be able to learn when I get there what it actually is and what it actually means. Because if I'm ever asked that question again, it won't be the same way. What will it mean to win Miss Universe? It will be so much different to be crowned Miss Universe, it'll have a different answer. And I look forward to that. Wow. I really hope that Miss Universe organization is watching this interview. So, uh, because truly, Bahamas deserve a queen like you. Thank you. Thank you so much for saying that. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't know if you noticed, I don't know if you noticed, but while you were answering all the three questions that Amir has asked, I was just smiling all throughout. And all... all the, the only phrase that I have on my mind is Chantel, you stay. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're so good. And Thank I, I you. Can feel, I, I can feel the, the sincerity in, in all your answers. And, you know, it's, it's and, like and, that. And some of our viewers are also agreeing, like, or one. Uh, Chantel, you will make an amazing Miss Universe. You're very grounded and humble. Thank yeah, you, Rowan. You know what? I never get bored talking to Chantel. It's already 10 p.m. here, but I'm not yet sleepy. Yes. I'm not yet getting. <laughs> yes, I know. I I want to be the life to, uh, to the party all the time, the life of the party. Yes. <laughs> so we're on to the final two questions, but I'm adding one more. So mm -hmm. before we before we ask the next one, I just want to add this one. So Chantel, you're already an accomplished woman, even even without the crown. You're already an entrepreneur, and you've been inspiring a lot of people, but. In the next five to 10 years, how do you see yourself? The next five to 10 years, I see myself as a global ambassador for youth development. I've always wanted to have the opportunity to work with the UN. And something that's really important for me is my faith. You know, as a Christian, I want to always be able to bless the Lord in everything that I'm doing. And so I hope to be able to use my um, journey as a way to do that. Um, and I'm, I'm positive that that's one of the ways that he's using me, as well as be able to expand my brand. Um, as a pageant coach, I want to be able to reach people all around the world, not just locally. I want to be able to work with so many different queens. I've had the opportunity to work with you know, people in the US, but wouldn't it be amazing to say that I'm traveling to the Philippines or traveling yes. to Indonesia or somewhere or Singapore and being able to um, connect with so many beautiful souls. 
And so in five to 10 years, that's what I see for myself. And hopefully married, y'all. I hope to have a ring on my finger in five to 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> and you're both invited to the wedding, you know? So yes. that's what I see for myself. And one thing that I also would love to see is that I give my mom the life that she's, she's been able to give me, but just with a little bit more. Yeah, a little love bit that. more. And now, Shinto, aside from being Miss Universe Bahamas, how do you want people to remember Shani? I want people to remember me as... I want people to remember me as a person who is not a perfectionist. I am not perfect and I never want to be. I used to want to strive towards something that I felt was always fantasy. And so I want to be remembered as someone who wasn't a perfectionist. And because she wasn't a perfectionist, she was able to make her oops, make the mistakes, fall down, fail so many times, but every single time get back up. And I want them to be inspired by not being burdened by society's measures and still being able to be who they truly are 110%. Yes. And finally, finally, Shani, fill in the blank. I am Chantal O'Brien from the Bahamas and I am the next Miss Universe. <laughs> Manifesting. I yes. Love <laughs> I love the spirit. So once again, thank you, Chantel, for joining us on Mississology Beauty Talks. And I would also like to thank Ellis and the Miss Universe Bahamas organization for this opportunity. Thank you so much. I appreciate it with my entire heart. Thank you so much to your fans and supporters. And thank you to this platform that has done so much great things to impact the journey of so many different queens before and after me. Continue to be encouraged because this platform is just being able to encourage and edify us in a world where sometimes we're not seen. And you're using this platform so that we can be seen. And I feel very seen by you today. So thank you. Yes, and before we let you go, Chantal, uh, a quick message to all your fans and supporters around the world. Sure. To my fans, my supporters, I just want to thank you because it's not easy being able to do something like this and be in the spotlight, but you continue to show up for me each and every day, even by a like, even by a comment, a share on, your, on, on Facebook has done so much for me. So I just want to thank you and I want you to know that every single thing that I'm doing is not for my own gain. It's so that I can make you proud and I'm going to continue to do that. Wow. So once again, you, your Miss Universe Bahamas 2021, Chantal O'Brien. Thank you for <laughs> joining us here in Mrs. Algie Beauty Talk, Chantal. I hope to see you soon. And again, once again, would like to say thank you to the Miss Universe Bahamas organization for allowing us to conduct this interview. Thank you so much, Chantel. And I hope you continue that kind of personality, that kind of bubbly personality, that kind of wit, the intelligence you have. Continue doing that. And I believe you will be long way there, part of the semi-finalists of the Miss Universe and hopefully Miss Universe. Crossing fingers yes. for you. Thank you it. so much. Thank you, Amir. Thank you, Drew. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs> so once again, that's Chantal O'Brien, your Miss Universe Bahamas. Amir, anything else that you would like to say? I think I've said it all, that she's ready 
She's very ready, Drew. You know, the last time we had an interview with Maria, Miss Australia, I really appreciate how she responded to our question, difficult okay. question. And I think Chantel did the same. She's the, answering the question. She's very ready when it comes to interview. And I really do hope that at this moment of time, she should focus more onto something other than interview because she's very intelligent, I guess. So she'd focus on her walk, she maybe her preparations and her gown and her, you know, and in all other things except the Q&A because she's ready. I think she can ease the Q&A very easy. Yep, so I'm sure all our viewers agree with everything that you said, Amir, about Chantel. But before we end the live, I just want to promote uh, our episode for tomorrow. We will be joined by, by Miss Universe Namibia 2001-2021, Chelsea Chicago. So please do watch out for that at uh, 3 p.m. Namibia time and 9 p.m. Manila time. So oh, 9 p.m. Yes. If you want to watch all our previous episodes, you can go to our Facebook page or our YouTube channel. You can also listen to our podcast on anchor.fm or Spotify. This episode will be uploaded on our podcast in a few hours. So, till the next Beauty Talks, everyone. Good night. Good night, everyone.